In a rapidly expanding omniverse of sci-fi content, two Terrans try to make sense of it all. From the latest to the greatest to the most thought-provoking science fiction content on the screen, we bring you Crowded Space Podcast. All right, here we go. We're doing it again. <laughs> Welcome to episode 12, Blast from the Past, The Last Starfighter, the movie. Yeah. What did you think of that? Let's go right in. Oh, all right. Right oh, into actually, what did I no, think about 1984's, uh, yeah. So it's like a big hit on the screen. Actually, it wasn't a big hit, right? No. Uh, didn't do so well in the box office. Something that is more of a, uh, considered more of a, a, a cult hit. Um, but also, obviously, it had big influence. If they they made a super uh, a Nintendo game about it uh, later on, and even did apparently a a, a musical of it, <laughs> to my surprise, I'm like, we gotta fact check was, that. Yeah. I don't it believe totally, that. that seems it was like... totally. Uh... Yeah. So... so we have what we have the uh, Alex Rogan, the boy wonder who. Yeah. Okay. Who uh, played video games at the what at the. We call it. We it's not really. It's like a little what grocery store or something. Yeah, like that? just the trailer a little park. Little superette. The trailer <laughs> park. Yeah. And he, and the and what the what it was about is the video game was kind of like a recruitment tool, right? To recruit him to this the Star League where he was going to save the universe, which is kind of I like that that they use that sort of entrance of having like in the real like in the real world. You have a, a kid who likes, you know, play well, a young adult who likes to play video games, and he's really good. And all of a sudden, they need him for to save the universe. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think that's really the the best part about the whole movie. <laughs> honestly, is is that concept? And it's yeah. just in the eighties, in the eighties, it was awesome. Every every fourteen year old's freaking dream is like, oh man, all yeah. this time I'm spending on the video games could actually. Be, Don't you remember that when uh, you were a kid? Don't you remember watching this? I totally remember watching this. Yeah, so I didn't remember a lot. And it was really just a couple of scenes that I I remembered. And then obviously re-watching it, I yeah. had the, oh, wow, I totally, I remember that, <laughs> like, freaking me out as a kid. Uh, oh, yeah, know. when he takes his face off in the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I remember that too. <laughs> yeah, that was that jumped to the the heck out of me. So what was the guy's name again? What was Centauri. It? Centauri. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I guess we we hit most of the plot. Really, is just that uh, down on his luck, essentially high schooler yeah. hoping to go off to college. Yeah. And all his all he spends with his free time is helping out. You know like the local a, trailer park community, being and, a handyman, and playing the the last Starfighter video game, sitting at the local <laughs> local store or whatever. So, and that you know he breaks the the record. Which, if you want to talk about sci-fi, that was actually the the hardest part to believe in the entire show is that when he's about to break the record on a video game, that like the whole the trailer, trailer park, park the makes the way. Like, this Hollywood man. The old ladies, young, old, they're all lining up. You didn't matter. It was like no discrimination, racial discrimination, nothing. Everybody was invited to come down and see, you yeah. know, somebody break a record at the... So with, you know, all the spaceships and intergalactic war, I found that the <laughs> hardest thing to believe in the entire movie. That's true. I think that was the one, the one thing that was... Oh my God, he's breaking the record. Quick, get Martha. <laughs> yeah. So 
Yeah, to be brutally honest, what did I think about this? In hindsight, it really felt like it was made, it's a total popcorn movie just made to entertain entertain 14-year-olds and the, the, the sorry parents that had to go to the movie with them. Uh, <laughs> in terms of like lasting thing, moral messages or mm. allowing me to look at human humanity under a different lens, thanks to a sci-fi setting, none, none of that really, really yeah, happened. Yeah, really didn't have any sort of... Yeah. I mean, they had little things here and there, but not really anything that was, you know, that caught the eye or made you think twice like hmm. yeah and in terms of, of plot i think what it did other than the oh that's really cool that the video games are recruiting for intergalactic war and that obviously was was really cool um and resonated with, well with me but um yeah other than that oh that he was the kind of the reluctant hero he was just an average guy um, that was kind of new back then. Yeah, it was that, actually. Yeah. And that when it, you know, you can say, honestly, there's a lot of parallels to Luke Skywalker's yeah. story, yeah. except for Luke was actually special with, with the force. And this guy was special just because he played a lot of video games and, you know, honed his skills, yeah. which is, which is cool. And that, it, yeah, more of an everyday hero. I think that was kind of what was new uh, about this. Um, which is okay, but in terms, but you don't need sci-fi. You don't need the sci-fi genre, I think, to have the everyday hero. No, either. So that's. No. Um, I think they wanted to tap into that whole Star Wars. Oh, for sure. Going on I, for me, there was a very, very Star Wars esque moment when he wanted to go off uh, with with his friends or whatever, and his mom needed yeah. help. Oh, he's man. like, oh, but I was gonna go to Silver yeah. Lake to hang out with my girlfriend and get some power converters. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> what do you mean I have to go? Uh, so I, I don't even know if that was intentional or, or not, but well, I, I couldn't. totally some parallels help, there. Yeah, I couldn't help but, uh, but think about it. What did, what did you think about it? I, uh, I you know, it was, it was kind of like a nostalgia moment for me because mm. I remember watching it like we would rent it uh, at the video store and we were watching it at at our house, my, my parents and I, and it was, uh, yeah, it was very nostalgic because I remember making that ship in the leg. I had the like Legos. Oh, wow. Okay. Shit, dude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> was, you, I love the ship. Yeah. You like, had a little bit more buy-in, I think, as a kid. Such as being a little bit older. Yeah. Too. I was a little, I was totally that crowd of toys and all that when I was, when I was young and, you know, with Star Wars, I had all, I played with the figures and GI Jills, Transformers. I mean, I did it all. And, mm. When of course they didn't have any figures for the stuff, so I had to make like sh- I mean I remember making the ship out of Legos because I thought the ship was super oh, cool. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm so used to the imagination crushing kits that they have today, where it's like you can build anything you want, but you're supposed to build this. You you're saying you built it from scratch? Yeah, like, yeah. No I just kit, used Legos no, I had, and yeah. I kind of built the how it looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was it was cool. It was fun. Uh, so did you have like a top nostalgia moment or something that you didn't I think that, that you... I think when he goes to like the first time he goes to the um, to the, the arrives at the uh, space at the starport there, the, the star base. Mm. And he's walking around and he's yeah, and carrying like, his, his uniform. I th- that I definitely <laughs> and the aliens look awesome, man. They look so good for like that day and age. 
Uh, they yeah, really did a good job. In, in terms of does it hold up? Yeah, I thought yeah. actually thought that the what alien costumes. I guess yeah, that was one up. of the first to do the stop motion animation yeah. on yeah. on the alien costumes. And all the like all the ship scenes were like CGI, like the first time they ever used it. They blew like three quarters of their budget on CGI. Yeah, like fourteen. They were they were budgeted for fifteen million, and they they blew like fourteen million dollars on the CGI. Right, stuff. and. I'm sure the back in 84, it looked awesome. But in terms of did it hold up? Oh, man. Those I don't are, know, man. It didn't yeah, I don't know. If you put Seahawk right next to that, I think that. I'm like, I'm just going to take my glasses off. Remember. Finish this. <laughs> watch the episode I'm going to watch it in blur vision and it's, it's okay. But yeah, a, a 4K screen with the. Well, yeah. The, what do you think? The, the, the shoddy computer graphics that really stood out. Like Wait till we watch Tron, man. When he used his secret weapon and spun all around. Oh, the Death Blossom. Is that what it was called? Yeah. That's, that's a cool I name. Hope, I hope it was called. I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> Maybe I that was so cheesy and hard to watch. Now, him moving around in the cockpit and having like the 3D thing. Yeah, around, yeah. Like that worked really well. That was well. cool, yeah. Um, everything that wasn't the CGI, I thought held up pretty well in terms of effects. Yeah. But all the CGI and the space explosions were like, oh, <laughs> Ooh, that's a, that's the first that's time, hard, man. Come on, it's hey, not I'm like just, Lucas. In, in in contrast, you know, yeah. Black Hole. I thought the the special effects held up pretty good, other than like the asteroids, because they yeah. weren't they weren't using CGI. Were they? Yeah. Not. I no. I don't think there's any CGI in, no. in in Black Hole. No. No. So that's why I think the effects that they did use held up better. But hey, what a cool way to use a DeLorean for the first time, man. That yeah, was the it was first more... time that DeLorean was used in sci-fi. Okay. Is that? Um, Way before, because the next year. Yeah, Back think, to the Future came out a year later. A year and later. I, when I was DeLorean, watching, yeah. I had to look that up when I was watching. And I'm like, are they ripping off Back to the Future? I'm like, nope. Because my, my wife was DeLorean. like, you know, you, you could use that as one of those little facts of yours. That was the first time DeLorean. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I said, was it like, a DeLorean, though? Yeah. It was just a, they modded it's a modded they up modded DeLorean. it out. Okay, yeah. Because yep. just because it has a gold wing door doesn't make it DeLorean, <laughs> but it looked it, it did look very DeLorean esque. Oh, that's funny that we both picked up on that. Well, uh, but I picked it up, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I guess for for me, one of the top nostalgia moments was right off the bat with a the theme song. Like I hadn't Dude, heard the that music, theme song. The music was good. It was awesome. Music was pretty that was good. the best thing about it. Like I loved the music. It was so good. It was like that's what again. Come on, coming into Star Wars is, uh, you know, obviously their music is the best, but right. like, they but, want it to be like, hey, look at our sh- movie. Like, yeah, that they get together the whole orchestra, essentially, essentially to, to do the, the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, paid, paid off. So for me, that was like, oh, I totally forget about the song, but I remember it now and it's, it's rocking. It's good. It really set the, it really the, set the, the scene for, for, yeah. for everything. And, and I like the... Another thing I like too is like the little the android that they use <laughs> they use to replace him. <laughs> it's a great idea. No, I, I like that. That they, whole scene was great. Like, yeah, I like that they kept the story going on back on Earth. Yeah, along with him uh, trying to figure out if he wants to be a starfighter or not. And yeah, I like and, that and, and all of that. So, what about diversity? Was there? We're going to go kind of into oh, the, just in terms of does it hold up? Does it hold up of, in this uh, current timeline, twenty twenty three? 
I mean, at least they had a black guy in it. That's better yeah. than than. They had black a lot of. He had a lot of parts. He had a lot of speaking. I mean, even if he was just yeah, like the, and the store owner, he kind of got everybody like, hey, he's breaking the record. He yeah, the at least owner. like the one uh, man of color or person of color on there wasn't like the janitor. You know, I was like, hey, he's yeah. a store owner. He's you know, but he had some good. Part like, the richest person good. in the trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had some feel good moments too. Like, you know. Hey, everyone, he's going for the record. Come yeah. on. <laughs> like, no, never. No one cares. I, you would be like, shut up. I'm trying to sleep. It's a trailer park. 10 o'clock. We shouldn't even have that. That dirty video game. <laughs> here, right? <laughs> I feel, yeah, story-wise, really doesn't hold up in terms of, she was a pretty one-dimensional damsel yeah, in distress. Like, definitely. oh, what's happening to my boyfriend? And yeah, that's it. Well, that was the 80s. And then some of the tropes, that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. The 80s had a lot of that. Had right. a lot of Yeah, and that's why it doesn't hold yeah. up, because it reeks of the 80s. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. The whole, oh, we're hanging out on the beach, and hey, honey, those other girls didn't mean anything, and... Left. What were you doing with that dude? Uh, Dropped you off, where were you guys going? <laughs> yeah, like, so, oh. right, the, the female lead was, was, was pretty weak, and she was just there to be, like, the... The love interest. Her character yeah. really didn't go any really further, have anything further than solid. that. Now, if they, you know, brought her into the fold and... She's a starfighter with them. Right. Dude, she's that would have been awesome. She took over for the pilot. <laughs> yes! Or, or did anything of any consequence whatsoever. I was going to do some static. I know we're, that's not this. Oh, well, but, you know. I have to bring it up. It's our podcast. One of, like, the first big reveals of the spaceship, and they're in, you know, in the high tech or yep. whatever, and the, whatever, the president of the... The bald people. <laughs> <laughs> they're all bald. Standing in, two, in front of these two huge screens, and what do they put on them? Static. I'm like, oh, that's not very sci-fi. That's what I get on my TV in the 80s if it's on channel, if it's not on channel 25 or Man, 7. He definitely was getting it's radiated like they there by the radiation. They could have put some waveforms or some bouncing, but like they could have put anything on there. I'm like, why are there two big screens with nothing but static on them? It doesn't look cool. It doesn't look futuristic. It looks like someone forgot to put the cha- change the channel back to five after playing video games. So... Yeah, I guess the other thing that this gets a little bit of credit for is that Centauri was not your typical mentor. He was kind of a sleazeball, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was, he, and he was quite the, I guess that was his last role. I mean, he, I guess he died of cancer, uh, lung cancer. I was watching some of the outtakes, and he's like, <coughs> I'm like, oh, that's his death knell right there. You can tell but the, the guy was, it was good. He was really good. I could see why he was like. I can see why he was cast to die. He's super yeah, charismatic. Well, and They have Sir Alec Guinness in Star Wars, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure that was part of the casting consideration there. Yeah. But that, you know, he's. Essentially, he set up this whole system to get paid. You know, he wasn't. Yeah. He had one quote I liked like, it. you know, he had that one quote, I'm for the greater good, yeah. and it doesn't hurt to die rich or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. But I was yeah. like, yeah, you still well, he was a of Lando and rec- Han Solo, man. They had to have that role. The Centauri. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He's definitely got some Lando, yeah. Lando vibes. You're all clear, kid. <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> yeah. I'm staying right here. Uh, but you go, you go and kill some people or, or whatnot. Essentially, how did the last Starfighter influence like modern sci-fi? Was there anything? I think, I think, like you mentioned earlier, that it brought back the, um, like the boyhood man 
type of thing in the real world. You know what I mean? Like uh, the boy is like playing video games and he's becoming a starfighter and he's like going to a different, he's traveling and to other places. So he had that whole like wanderlust of, a, of, you know, you know, a teenager that wants to make his mark in the world type of thing. And I think unlike, well, with Luke going back to star Wars, it's like its own kind of dimension. And here it's like, it's in the real world, but there's still that spacey sci-fi out there that he's going to save the universe. You know what I mean? Mm. By doing just playing video games or whatever. And I'm sure that really, I mean, it caught my attention and I'm sure it caught yours. And most of the people that kind of listen to us, they probably got, oh my gosh, that's so cool. What if, you know, man, I wish I could be that, you know, I could be him or, you know. That's where I think it kind of resonates with the sci-fi world. Because after that, a year later, you had Marty McFly, Back to the Future, which is kind of like the same type of style where he's, a, he's just a normal kid. And then he's, mm. you know, he gets to be like, you know, in the front and not just, rec- you know, recording the old crazy scientist. Type oh, yeah, that's right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I forget he was recording the, the whole thing. It was his initial yeah, involvement yeah. in it. So it kind of, so it kind of makes like, hey, the average guy can be, can, can be the person that's like in the forefront and save the universe or save the timeline or save whatever. Mm. So it kind of opened those doors for that. Uh, and what about the navigator? Star navigator, first class Greek, got your service, sir. <laughs> what did you think of the him? We haven't really talked to anything about that that character. I think that I, I love the makeup. Like the makeup, the, all the aliens in this movie and being in the 80s was really good. Like they really, I really thought it, it did a good job with it. Yeah, yeah. The customs never took me out of 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 the movie. The I mean, you watch Mando, and it's like empty, some of the costumes in Mando, the aliens look like you know they could be comparable to the last Starfighter. Hmm. Yeah, because the I did like he was kind of like a space turtle, you know, the little shell <laughs> yeah, head yeah. cap or whatever, yeah. and the reptilian skin or or whatever yeah. is uh, that's why. And then you had that. Yeah. Then laugh. you had like the the squid. This one of the. The pilots was a squid. Remember, he stepped on his foot or whatever. <laughs> yeah, tentacle. Yeah. I didn't mean to step on your, uh, whatever that is. This tentacle. Like I said, they definitely went and they jumped off from the Star Wars thing and tried to form their own type of universe from it. Yeah, I got to give them credit for not leaning too heavily on, on Star Wars. They could have easily done it. Tro- I mean, look, it's this day and age, dude. That's all they do now. All <laughs> yeah, even movie, Disney can't get away from A good movie comes out and it's all, oh, well, mm-hmm. like, let's follow suit with something else. Though there were a couple of lazy costumes in there, especially when they were doing the debriefing of the, the Starfighter pilots. Yeah, they had some really cool tentacled ones yeah, yeah. And, and whatever, but they also just had guys with like blue nylon stocking on their face. It's like, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. Like, we right out oh, of money, no, man. we're filming today. Just put the, put the sock on and get out there. Don't worry, you don't have any. But they're used, man. I don't want to put that on my face. <laughs> yeah, this one smells funny. <laughs> I don't care what you smell. You get in there. You want to get paid today? Get over there. The other part was when they had to fix the, the 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 pilot essentially had to fix the ship at one point. Yeah. And it's just like a Radio Shack board with obviously the nine volt connection <laughs> yeah. hanging out there. I'm like, okay, you could have at got least got that on Radio Shack for ten bucks. Le- yeah. <laughs> You could have at least spray painted it gold or silver or something, right? And maybe cut off the connector to the nine bolt. Like, 
<laughs> you know, how many people in the 80s had actually seen a circuit board? You know, circuit boards, I guess we take for granted today. Yeah. So that was a th- you maybe... could get those little kits. I'd really, yeah, totally could get those those toy kits. But for me, I'm like, you guys could have come up with something a little bit better for... The budget uh, was... Though, for that, that was a part of the cut budget. <laughs> yeah. So did you have any like moments that you thought were at least really funny? Because that's one of the things. This was meant to be, you know, size five for everyone. Yeah, uh, I, I like like you said, the pilot was like, well, hey, you know, you want to save the universe or not? Brought him back. Hey, come back to being a starfighter pilot and not like worrying about going to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Do you want to die for some people that you don't care yeah. about? That guy that with the cowboy Didn't hat. even know you existed. Yeah, exactly. You know, in a war that has nothing to do with you. Or do you want to go back to being trailer trash, <laughs> kid? I'm not going to make you want to be a hero, hero. I mean, <laughs> see you, mom. Um, I'm out of here. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like all this focus on his girlfriend. Like he barely says goodbye to his mom. Yeah, he doesn't even. And his he, brother. He's totally snubs his brother. Yeah. Sorry, Squirt. I'm like totally gone. Like, like I'm just gonna leave Earth for maybe ever. Yeah, um, I'll never see you again. But then, <laughs> then the girlfriend's like to grandma, like. She was all worried about the grandma the whole time. And then it's like, oh, yeah, see you later, grandma. I'm going to go in outer space with my, with oh, my grandma boyfriend. Grandma gave her permission. She's like, that's fine. I'm going to die tomorrow. You can yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're going to reboot me. It's fine. I'll, <laughs> I'll die alone. Go They're going to be rebooting me here pretty soon. Go so. get some space cock. I'll die alone. Oh, Don't mind me. Jeez. Don't want to be a bother. <laughs> You've got some war that has nothing to do with you to fight in. <laughs> What are you going to do up there? <laughs> yeah, you could re- real a modern retelling of this is that he's essentially fucking kidnapped. <laughs> right. He's he's stolen from his home planet to fight in a war that's nothing yeah, to do with him. Right? Pretty much. And then they that's the twist. That's and then the they screw around with him psychologically to guilt trip him into actually fighting. Uh, fighting the battle, <laughs> they have like Agent Orange, and the eyes open. <laughs> you're gonna be, you're gonna be fighting this war. Yes, you are. Okay. <laughs> and lastly, we're gonna talk about the old grandma reboot that they're thinking about rebooting this. Honestly, it says right here. No, I. She's well, Steven Spielberg. That, that there are rumblings. Yo, there are rumblings. That, I mean, that our intern really worked hard to get this on paper, man. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, so what do you know uh, about it? What's what are well, the said that they said they it was in two thousand eight that Spielberg expressed interest in directing a sequel, but because the films right were kind of is in like you know in Never Neverland complications yeah, when Universal so he, blew up and yeah, so the he, vultures picked on the bones. It's not clear. So what, then, got what properties? in 2020, the rights were secured and the script was written. So it's going to be a combination of a reboot, look out, Grandma, and a sequel that honors its legacy. Maybe it's just a little, the lack of sleep. On, on this rewatch, I was like, okay, it's got some nostalgia. It does. It, there's not, it's... Is yeah. it built for like... There's not a lot of depth here. Yeah, there isn't. There's... I would not recommend it to anyone. That's why I don't think a reboot is going to work. No. Because the the premise has been done a lot since then. There's nothing new about the premise anymore. And I think the only real reason anyone would watch this is through nostalgia. And if it's nostalgia, just go watch the first one. I'm just hard-pressed to believe that a a 14-year-old boy today or or female, uh, because luckily there's more female games. Or whatever. That... (laughs) I'm hard pressed to believe that a modern gamer is going to give a crap about the Lost Starfighter. So no. they're going to have to really revamp it 
even though I could see like, oh, look, these two humans went to space and they've had their kids and we can see where they are now. And maybe she's come into her own, you know, the girlfriend's now a, an actual person with she's a senator skills and in, this, in the galactic. In, oh, wait, in the space Senate. <laughs> in the space Senate. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm not rushing to go see it again. It, it was nice watching last starfighter just to see what did I remember? Yeah. Lifted up the sheets on beta when he is mid transformation <laughs> and his face was bloating. I remember that like being terrifying. Dude, oh yeah. That was kind of scary um, there too. I remember that, but I was like, wow, that looks kind of cool now. Like I thought it was a good uh, special effects for sure. Yeah, because it wasn't CGI. <laughs> Moving forward is... I think if you want a nostalgia and you want to live in your childhood like you did when you first watched it, I think it's one of those movies that if it's raining or snowing wherever you live, you should watch it. If you want to watch it for nostalgia, if you watch it before, go for it. If you don't, if you haven't watched it and you want to watch something in the 80s, hey, you can go for it there too. But in the end, it's really not going to change. It's not going to change your life. So with that and signing off, I'm your other host, Jared. And I'm your host, Eric. And remember, it's not the journey. It's the destination. Yeah, see you soon.